And look at that producer, Nick, coming in with that fancy intro. Thank you so much, Nick, for all the hard work you do for us here at Brood, all the work you do on Project Uncancelable, uh, trademarked, uh, <laughs> where we work to help other patriotic business owners, conservative ideas uh, remain unable to be canceled. And I thank you guys so much for joining me on another episode of Fresh brewed Kentucky politics. Obviously, we've got the big news. Governor Bashir has been lifting mandates, mass mandates, 580,000 vaccinations before his stated goal of 2.5 million. We're going to talk about that today, talk about his weird announcement he made. Um, and then we're also going to be talking about uh, a little bit about the science behind this. Uh, I think it's definitely worth discussing as far as that goes. Also, we'll be talking about um, the future of the of the GOP, the future of, of the party. There's an article in um, the paper uh, from Bloomberg. Uh, apparently a, a good chunk of GOP members uh, signed on 140 former Republican governors, members of Congress and cabinet officials signed on to a letter calling for an American renewal, trying to essentially move past what they deem is Trumpism. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, but first, let's, let's go ahead and, and remind everybody to go ahead and hit the share button down there in the corner. We're doing this at about 2.30 on a Friday. Um, stats say it's the best time to do it on a Friday, so that's why we're doing it 2.30 on a Friday. So please hit the share button, let people know. If you're catching this on a replay, because it does broadcast live on the YouTubes and the Facebooks, um, and you're catching it on a replay there, you can always watch it as a podcast, listen to it as a podcast, it's on Spotify and Apple and all those places where there's wonderful podcasts. If you're listening on the podcast right now, please turn to the person next to you and say, hey, you should be listening to Fresh Brewed Kentucky Politics because if you're not, shame on you. So anyways, we'll uh, be digging into it today. So Bashir came out and he announced um, he's got a, a uh, he's lifting the mask mandate. Yesterday, he announced he's lifting the mask mandate for vaccinated people. Uh, at first is only vaccinated people and he did it with a bizarre video. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, and play that for you guys real quick here. Here is what happened late this afternoon. The CDC announces a huge step to getting things back to normal. The agency is now saying fully vaccinated people do not need to wear a mask in most indoor and outdoor settings. The new guidance does not cancel out any workplace or local government restrictions. So if your business or city government decides otherwise, you'll still have to follow those rules. Leaders in those areas can choose to change the requirements, but they do not have to. Plus, the guidance still recommends wearing a mask in crowded areas, so places like buses, planes, and hospitals. And it was just minutes after the CDC's big news. The Kentucky governor, who was at a groundbreaking, said this about how Kentucky will move ahead immediately. We are so close to normalcy, and we're going to be changing uh, Kentucky's mask mandate uh, to be the same with those CDC guidelines. Now, folks, this means you ought to go get your shot of hope if you haven't. There are hundreds of thousands of available appointments right now to get vaccinated. And you get vaccinated, the CDC says it is safe to take that mask off. 
So he, he announces this video. Now, this is what's bizarre about it. Okay, so he was at a, a groundbreaking in Nelson County for a, I'm told, it was for a bourbon tasting room at, at a distillery. And so he went out there for that. And I guess when the CDC announced that the people who are vaccinated don't need to wear a mask, Bashir decided that simply saying and releasing a real quick guidance saying effective immediately, you no longer need a mask if you're vaccinated. He decided he needed to walk over to the field he was standing in, in the middle of a barren field, pull out the old iPhone that uh, I'm sure he takes all of his pictures on at all of his photo ops and record this very important message for he needed you to see him saying it. It wasn't enough for the vain Bashir to just put it out there and then later on at his press conference talk about it. No, he needed to record a crappy video in the middle of nowhere to let you know that he, he was room removing those restrictions. But it, it begs a couple questions, right? So immediately the CDC comes out with the mask guidance. Now my first questions for Bashir is this, the CDC comes out, you did not hesitate. You immediately am like, yep, nope, we're lifting it. We're following the CDC guidance. Now, several times throughout this whole entire thing over the last year, Governor Bashir has deviated away from CDC guidance. He has almost always been more restrictive than the CDC guidance. He even, if for those of you to remember, has a CDC uh, uh, changed how we count red zones and green zones here in Kentucky different than the federal levels decided upon by the CDC guidelines. He decided that. And yet, the minute the CDC comes out and says no more mask mandate, he turns around and says, all right, no more mask mandate right away. So it begs two questions. My first question for Bashir is, why have you not been following the CDC all along? In fact, why have you been pushing back against the CDC in some cases, especially when it was under Trump, but yet immediately as soon as they say, okay, vaccinated people can take off a mask, you go to do it. Then the next question I have is, is if that's the case, where you are sitting there and saying, okay, I've now decided to go ahead and end this here mask uh, uh, mandate. And that because the CDC guidelines, what nobody's asking is what changed? What data changed? What great study came out that told the CDC it can now lift COVID uh, masking mandates for, at that time, vaccinated people? What changed? Nothing. Nothing changed. There was no new studies. There has been no major realization of information because generally speaking, when you change the guidance on something in a pandemic, a, a responsible news media would turn around and say, what information have you gained that has made you change your mind? And nothing. They have nothing. They have no new information. And if anything, that should be the biggest evidence of all. This has been totally political from the beginning. Take Fauci uh, this morning during a Q&A was asked, well, if I'm vaccinated, is there danger to me staying next to an unvaccinated person if they're unmasked? And he says, no, there's no danger. What data has changed? Because literally like two days ago, you were saying the exact opposite. A few days ago, you're saying children who already are not at risk even after they're vaccinated, should be wearing masks outside playing kids' sports. No data has changed. Nothing has come in. They're not pointing to any studies. 
This is purely political and this is what it's about. This is what happened. It's going bad for Joe Biden. Things are going downhill for Joe Biden. We got foreign conflicts. We got this gas pipeline that I'm pretty sure the US government was the one who paid the ransom, not the company, to Russian hackers, which is big news. I mean, guys, that is an act of war. Russia shut down 45% of our nation's fuel supplies, gas supply, for all of like five days. And we paid them money, a ransom of $5 million to get it back on. And nobody's talking about it. No one. That was an act of war. Nobody's demanding more aggression against Russia. Nobody's demanding sanctions against Russia. You know, I get it. We're fighting over in the Middle East. We do not need to be. But when people are coming onto our country and attacking our natural resources or our supply lines, our logistics lines for our survival as a country, that's an act of war. But yet, no response. Now, I'm not saying we need to put troops on the ground in Russia. I'm not big on war. But that's big news, and it should be talked about. But it's not. It's not being talked about at all. Inflation on the rise, this $300 jobless benefit, a problem. But yet, nothing. And so to distract from that, we have Biden coming out and saying, hey, go ahead and let's have the CDC release the masking guidelines for anyone who is vaccinated, which of course has left a lot of people to say, well, how do we know who's vaccinated or not? In fact, most major employers, most major retailers, such as Walmart, Kroger, CVS, and as such, have come out and said they are not changing their masking guidelines for their stores. Starbucks, of course. Don't go to Starbucks, go to Brood. Corner of Malibu, Nicholasville. You can also buy our coffee online. Shop.brood.co.com. You can also donate to us. Donate.brood.co.com. Like I said, we're putting together Project Uncancelable trademark. Um, so, but Starbucks has said they're not changing their mask policies. None of these major places are changing their mask policies. Because the CDC guidance says uh, you have to know people are vaccinated. In fact, last night... It's reported to me, just reported, that KRA asked, Kentucky Restaurant Association asked the governor, with this new guidance, how are we supposed to know who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated? The governor said, well, if you have no way of telling, you're just going to have to require everybody in there to wear a mask. That's what he suggested. That's what he suggested to them. Which, of course, is asking the question of, are these private companies that are so dedicated to the corporatism? Because listen, guys, once again, remember, these large corporate companies are getting helped out by the government. I mean, Ted Cruz said it as much when, uh, you know, all these corporate companies are coming out against the voting laws in Georgia. And Ted Cruz tweeted out something saying, oh, next time you need a tax break or a change of regulation, see if the Republicans help you admitting out loud that the government corporatism has been going on and cronyism where they've turned around where they've turned around and changed it. And so it leads to questions of what are they going to do? Are they going to start requiring you to prove your vaccination? Now, I hear a lot of you saying, well, isn't that a violation of your information? Guys, New York has been doing this now for like months. It's called the Excelsior Pass in New York State. They have had vaccine passports in New York for a while now. 
Clearly, if it is illegal, they're ignoring it. They're already in New York. They're already occurring in other places. It's already happening. The question is, are they ending these mandates with plans of having going ahead and okaying Pfizer's full approval so that way it can be mandated now by private businesses? I don't know. I don't know. But, but the question here is what information newly came in? Nothing came in new. It's politics. They're distracting from the failure that is the Biden administration. And when Bashir got the call saying, hey, buddy, we're all lifting our mask mandates for vaccinated people. He said, yes, sir. Right away, sir. Hung up that cell phone, handed it to his, to his probably one of his security people, some, some poor KSP officer, probably has to be the one that keeps shooting these dumb videos and taking these dumb pictures for him. I'm running over there and saying, hey, well, go ahead. We'll take the picture. You know, and of course they're hiding. I mean, uh, look at look at what's coming out of the Biden White House right now for media. Okay, let's look at what's coming out. So right now the Biden White House has uh, reportedly said, this is from Politico, uh, in practice, uh, something about a, a, a proving quote. So here's here's what the White House is saying. In practice, that means the information from an interview can be used in a story. But in order for the person's name to be attached to the quote, the reporter must transcribe the quotes they want and then send them to the communications team to approve, veto, or edit them. What they're saying is, is if you want to quote something we said, and you want to remain to have your, your, your access to the White House, your, your press pass, your coverages, your ability, your special access. You have to now get any quotes approved by the White House. Freedom of press, right? Remember when they all were saying Trump was the enemy of the press and he was going to tear down the press? Did he have a rule saying his White House has to approve all quotes or you're going to lose your access? I don't remember it. Do you? But of course, the CEC releases their guidelines now, trying to distract away from things. There's no science behind it. There's no science behind it. Nobody's asking for the science. This is why it's important to keep fighting back. So just shortly after, Bashir says, okay, I'm going to lift the mandates for everybody, but in a month. In a month, he says. First off, this Saturday, we're saying show up 11 a.m. The mandate's in now. We do not get our permission to, to be free from our government. So show up tomorrow, 11 a.m. on the Capitol steps and take a stand and say, and all mandates across the board, because I have not seen, I, I've, I've read through the articles, read through what I've seen wise. I've not seen them mention a very important one to small business. That is the six foot distancing rule. Because if the six foot distancing rule remains, it doesn't matter if you give them 100% capacity as restaurants, they still will be at a point that they cannot fully operate and they're still being politically strung up and strangled by their government. That's not okay. That is tyranny. It needs to go. So join us tomorrow regardless and we'll keep pushing because he's shown he will lift these mandates. All the people out there want to say, oh, he's not giving in to pressure. 
They're not giving in to pressure. I just said they lifted the mask mandate because the Bashir, the Bevan administration is getting too much pressure. Bashir starts lifting mandates because he's getting too much pressure from us saying enough is enough. That's why it's important to keep coming to these things at 11 a.m. And it's important to keep fighting. But he says in a month he'll do that. So he's only creating an other. I got sent screenshots today from several individuals with employers rolling out new guidelines for their offices, including things like separate lunch times for vaccinated and unvaccinated people, with, of course, the best lunch times going to the vaccinated. Separating offices, moving people out of the offices they've been in for years and pushing people over to the other side of the building, sometimes grouping these dirty, unvaccinated people together in offices because the guidelines change between vaccinated and unvaccinated. Players are demanding to know your status, so that way they know whether to treat you as a first or second-class citizen. Historically speaking, any time that people have decided not to get vaccinated, Sorry, anytime that they've created a second-class citizen class, in this case, people who decide not to get vaccinated, it has historically always ended badly. You cannot create an other system without it ending badly. But, of course, that's what he's creating. That's what he's done. And so you're seeing these policies change right here in Kentucky. You're seeing these things set up, and I hope it doesn't lead to more of a vaccine passport system, but you might see it, guys. I'm just saying, you might see it. But that's why we've got to keep standing up, keep fighting back, and not just moving the needle as far as government goes, but as far as society goes, too. The Overton window is defined by its extremes. What do I mean by that? Well, right now we have really what I say one extreme. You've got this far-left group that believes they need to seize the means of production, the Green New Deal. Everybody needs to pay their fair share of taxes. It always seems every time they say somebody's not paying their fair share of taxes, my taxes go up. Even though I never seem to fall into that category of who's not paying their fair share. I wish it worked that way with dessert. But these far left individuals, and they are far left, believing the governments come on and say, hey, we're going to give you permission. I mean, the other day, we're having a discussion, a debate on the Facebooks, on the comments, and somebody who, who, who has an advanced degree in medicine came out and said that you get your rights from the government. That's the ideas we're pushing back against, and we have to cast the Overton window on the other side. It's hard for us. I get it. We don't like bothering. We don't like coming out. We're not the types to protest. We're not the types to show strength. We're not the types to go out there and, and make visual representations. We've been shamed into being quiet at the mix of the fact that we just like to get along to get along and leave well enough alone. That's why you see a lot of the traditional conservatives sometimes not very comfortable with what we do because they're used to not rocking the boat too much. But I tell you this much, we did not get to where we were and we, we got to where we were because we've been afraid to rock the boat. It's time to rock the boat. It's time to cast that Overton window. And it's time to push back and drag that window back right, back towards the, the quote-unquote center by saying we will not compromise. The government no longer needs to be in my life. We will tear down things like uh, unelected bodies creating licensing fees or taxing fees. That's tyranny. Having to get permission from your government to do basic things, that's tyranny. 
You get to operate regardless if the government says it's okay to or not. Our founding fathers fought over taxation without representation, with taxation being far, far lower than it was now. Far less taxes. The rights to, to, to have rights to their life, liberty, and property. And they were facing far less tyranny than we are now when you actually look at it from farther out, looking at their rates of taxation. But yet we're afraid to take a stand. We're afraid to push because we're afraid of being cast as the other, as Bashir is doing, as Biden is doing, as the CDC is doing. That's why we got to stand up and say enough is enough, no more. We're not just going to say, oh, the mandates are over. We're going home. We're going to say no longer are we going to allow this to continue. This can never happen again. Right, left, or center, if you have been a party to this kind of tyranny, you are gone. So many people look around at the great nation America is and are ready to throw out everything that got us here because they think they know a better way. Because they think they know a better way. We cannot throw out everything that the government has, everything, I'm sorry, that has given us here in America for the freedoms just because it becomes convenient. We enjoy a lot of freedoms in this country and we can't throw them away. And that is yet what they, what they think you're going to do. They think you're going to crawl back into your, 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 your little hidey hole, go back to getting along to get along while they continue to build up the tools of tyranny because, guys, we didn't get here because Bashir was elected. We got here because Bashir was elected and had the tools that the legislators here in Kentucky had given him to do this. That the federal government had the tools to do this. And we cannot let it happen again. We've got to tear it down. Take back control of our lives from the government. Here in Kentucky, we also need to end the $300 benefit going out for unemployment, especially with the mask mandates lifting. Even some people on our side have been afraid to go back to work or not wanting to because they'd have to wear a mask all day. I hear you. It's uncomfortable. It sucks. You may not want to do that. I hear you. I understand that. Bashir says he's moving, removing the mask mandate within the next month, which what's going to change over the next month? I don't know. He gave some reason about getting kids vaccinated who's I, I, 12 to 15 year old kids need vaccinated, which I believe zero, even according to the state numbers, the CDC is zero, the state numbers, I believe it's zero children have died 12 to 15 from COVID in the state entire year. But now we all have to wear masks for another month because one might suddenly die from COVID, even though it's on the wane. I, I don't know. It's weird. Even though schools are letting it's weird. But anyways, regardless, we need to get rid of the $300 benefit because it, there's not a good reason not to work and you're artificially increasing the cost of labor. If we do not end it, so several states have ended paying out this $300 benefit. Kentucky's one of the highest unemployment maxes in the country. We max at, I believe, right at 560, I believe it's nine or one, but we max right at 560. Tennessee, just south to us, maxes their weekly benefit out at 250. That means with their $300 kicker, they were at $550. With our $300 kicker, we're at $860. $860. $860. 
a friend of mine hires for union jobs working on a railroad. These jobs require um, very little prior experience. You had to have had experience working with your hands, things like that, but you need no special degrees, high school diploma, maybe to show you've been mechanically inclined a little bit, maybe some construction jobs, something like that, but nothing too serious. Union jobs, paying $35 an hour in Northern Kentucky. $35 an hour. He had four spots to fill. He scheduled eight interviews and two interviews even showed up. It's got nothing to do with minimum wage workers. This is a union job paying $35 an hour. A show rate of 25%. These are the kinds of jobs that Biden is selling to us in his in his package, in his, in his infrastructure package of the government creating jobs. High paying union jobs, great benefits, good pay, well above average. No advanced degrees or trainings required. Nobody showed but two. Nobody showed but two for four positions. We got to end the $300 benefit because if we don't, it doesn't run out till September. Now, I don't know if this, if the uh, Senate will be able to stop renewing it. A lot of the more uh, quote unquote moderate Democrats, if you can call them that, I don't know how those two words go together. I don't know how you can associate yourself with some members of the party that continue to do these very much so non moderate policies, but whatever have indicated they're not for renewing it, but that means it doesn't run out till September. Guys, that's another four months away. Some states have already started to end it. We need to end it as well because small business, especially after coming off a year of being strangled and beaten by their government, cannot afford to compete with a labor market where you're paid $800 a week to do nothing. Thing. They can't compete. That's why we're seeing such high inflation. And if you don't want to see such high inflation here in Kentucky, and you want to have an opportunity too, there's a lot of businesses, a lot of money flowing around, a lot of places looking to make investments. You want to attract in a company that's looking to make a move or build. In that $300 benefit in Kentucky, end it. You'll see corporations saying, ah, I'm going to go in that state where I can actually find workers. Because I can't even find them over here. There will be, I mark my words, there will be big corporations moving out of these states that continue to have this $300 benefit until September. If their state, they're a far lefty state, they're not looking at moving, they are looking for a new home. I guarantee you, let's create it here in Kentucky by ending that $300 benefit. And let's especially help Eastern Kentucky get some, get some much needed industry there by making Kentucky a more attractive place to go and have a company by ending that benefit far before a lot of other states do. Some already have. I think that's real key and I think that's a big push. We need to be saying if we want our small businesses here in Kentucky to survive. With Liz Cheney being ousted, a lot of uh, quote unquote pragmatists in the GOP, uh, called to move past Trump. So 100 and according to Bloomberg, 
150 Republican signs saying they are going to uh, push back because they want constitutional order, an ethical government, rule of law, opportunity recognizing open market-based economies, sensible and limited regulation, truth, and opposing the employment of fear-mongering, conspiracy, and falsehoods. Basically, what they're saying is they don't like the people having a voice. That's that's what I'm hearing here. Because let's let's look at open market-based economies, right? What is the definition of that? Well, the definition open market-based economy is a system with little to no barriers to free market activity. An open market is characterized in absence of tariffs, taxes, licensing requirements, subsidies, unionization, other regulations or practices that interfere with free market activity. Now, let me ask you a question. Which we've we've had we've had uh, a Trump, and then Bush, two Republican presidents separated by eight years. Which one do you think Bush would be on? Do you think he's on the side of these people writing the letters? Do you think he's going to be on the side of Trump? I'm going to tell you guys this: he's going to be on the one of writing the letters. Now let me ask you this: under which president did we get more subsidies? Licensing requirements, taxes and tariff. Well, not tariffs, but taxes is well, I think tariffs too. No, because he did. He did lower tariffs overall. Tariffs, taxes is licensing required subsidies and unionization. Which one had lower uh, uh, amount of that? Was under Trump's economy? Who tore down red tape? Was under Bush's economy that created things like the Patriot Act? Which one? Your problem isn't with Trump. Once again, they are creating this boogeyman they want to talk about. Their problem is, is they don't like this GOP party, the voters, the people in the party saying, no, we're not going to let you just keep going to war and filling your pockets by fulfilling whatever your donors and corporatists want you to do. Your cronyism. It's not capitalism. It's cronyism. There's nothing capitalistic about it. There's nothing free market about it. Nothing at all. So they want to say that they're for the things that we're all for, small government, things like that, and then claim, but we can't do that with this Trumpism. We need to move past Trump to get there. Once again, Trump's not a person. It's a group of people and ideals that say we want government out of our lives. We recognize that corporate interests have kept us at war, have regulated our markets, and we want no more of this. They don't like it. They want the good old system where they can pretend they're doing something. I mean, we all saw it here in Kentucky. We all saw the Republicans making their rounds during election season for 2020. Saying, as soon as I get in there, I'm going to rein in Bashir. Did they end the mass mandate or did Bashir have to say he's going to end it here in a month? I'll tell you what, we're really going to rein him in. What have they actually done? Now, they can blame the courts all they want to, but they had options. They could have impeached Judge Shepard if they wanted to, but they didn't. They didn't. They could have impeached Bashir, but they didn't. No, they like to make 
noises about what they're going to do, just like they did here in Kentucky, and then not do anything because they're afraid of putting themselves out of a job. If they solve your problems, they're afraid you won't keep electing them. And if you don't keep electing them, they can't keep filling their pockets. So they're going to distract you with problems like abortion. They grab control of the, of the legislators, I believe, in 2016. It's been four or five years. And just now, they're putting forward a constitutional amendment to say you're not guaranteed to have an abortion here in Kentucky. Come on. Could have done that four years ago. Now, if they solve the problem, you won't keep electing them. They run on these falsehoods nationwide. And if we, the GOP voters, keep demanding they do things, keep demanding that we actually be free, not just want your words we say no more we've seen ourselves moving farther left we demand results if we keep doing that they no longer can line their pockets that's the real problem and they have the donors they do they have the corporate donors and everything else so this this is what it is the corporate donors have come in and said, well, we're not going to support the Republican Party anymore because you are, uh, um, um, you guys are too, too toxic because of the whole Trump thing. And we've really cast Trump as an enemy here. But we realize the Democrats won't always be in power. So we, we want to go ahead and, 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 and still keep donating to you guys to get this regulation done. But you got to be friendly to us because these new people coming in. These liberty-minded legislators like Thomas Massey and Rand Paul they're not as friendly to us and the way the gop is going we're not gonna have power when you guys are in control so here's here's what we want to do we want to donate to you guys so if you guys could like divide yourselves out so we can donate just to you guys so we can try to crush these liberty people that'll work great for us and that's why we as the voters have to say hey you can donate all you want to but we know your games we are not voting for you we demand action if you don't give it to us, we're going to vote you out. I thank you guys for joining me. Once again, please share this out with your friends, your family, everybody else. Tell them about us. Go to the coffee shop at Malibu and Nicholasville here in Lexington. You can go online to shop.broodco.com, B-R-E-W-E-D-C-O.com. Of course, this is a, a podcast, too, as well. I encourage you to listen to it. I thank you guys for joining us. And, and two as well, we've had the Chiron running at the bottom. Text Liberty to 33777 so we can stay in contact with you. Send out text alerts. Even if we get canceled off Facebook, Twitter, or one of the others, we can stay with you guys. I thank you so much for joining us. Have a great afternoon.